It's Monday morning. Welcome along to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where I am flanked all around me by glorious, delicious team members. We've got Matt Dyson. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, David. We have I interrupted you having a sip of tea there, mate. No, <laughs> no, no. That was great. Good, good morning, mate. Uh, we've got Emma Jones. Morning. And we've got Glenn Moore. Good morning. So it occurred to me that a great way of finding out what you've been up to at the weekend during a period in history where none of us can go out is to ask what was in your internet search history from across the weekend. Um, and I'll start us off this morning with a power nap. Um, I ended up going down a, a little bit of a wormhole for the power of the power nap. And here's two things that I've discovered. Firstly, an expert, an actual medical professional, says that the effects of coffee kick in after 30 minutes. So if you can drink your coffee and then have a 25-minute power nap, when you return from that, you'll be re-energised and ready to go for the rest of the day. So that was his little tip for the top. That's good. Mm. I also discovered that our Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, has a half-hour power nap every single day. Uh, This was revealed by a a Downing Street insider who went on to say something fascinating. I didn't know that this was a perk that came with being the PM, but apparently, dear old Bojo, he's up at at six. You know, we hear you, brother. He's up at six, but he's, uh, unlike anyone else I've ever heard of, he's up and running around the gardens of Buckingham Palace. Did you know that? (laughs) Did you know that was something that came with being the PM? The keys to the back gate of the palace. It sounds made up, to be honest. What, he goes for a jog? He he loves a jog, and I guess he can't jog outside now that he's Prime Minister, so... So is he having jogs... Do you have to ring up a queen every morning and go, so, I, sorry about this, my garden's tiny, can we use yours? <laughs> well, if she is only mate. When, when Dominic Cummings did his big speech in the back garden, it looked pretty big, didn't it, I thought? I think he's got plenty of room. What's oh, it's vast. If you just mm. walk around, you know, you walk around that walled bit, it's like a, it's a mile long, isn't it, or something? But um, yeah, yeah mm. so that's what Boris does in the mornings. He, he runs around <laughs> and he has a power nap in the afternoon, so... Um, there we go. Uh, Matt Dyson, what's in your internet search history from across the weekend? Um, Please well, tell me something well, more interesting uh, than that. Yeah, no, no, I don't think it can be as, as interesting oh, as okay. that. Uh, it's uh, Well, it's your usual stuff. Uh, I've got a Barbie career food truck play set, which is for my daughter's birthday coming up soon. It's, it's, like, a, it's like a food truck, basically. Uh, there's the Bell Toot to Lighthouse, B&B on a cliff. Uh, this is what I'm trying, you know, one day maybe when we ever get outside, I want to go here. It looks amazing. It's like a lighthouse on a, on a cliff edge in Eastbourne, uh, which wow. I saw which I saw on my new favourite show, Best Walks with a View with <laughs> Julia Bradbury. <laughs> so that's uh, sparked something off. And uh, the other one was When Does a Shih Tzu Puppy Come of Age? Um, little Bertie has started uh, started humping soft toys, and it's oh, getting no. quite disturbing. And apparently, oh. this is around this is around the time when this sort of stuff happens. Has he got a particular favourite? Is it like one yeah, of it's Bessie's this, old it's toys? This, or no, no, it's one of his. Thankfully, I, I'm not going to touch okay. it anymore. I'm not going to touch it with my hands anymore. But is he going to uh, have the have the procedure? Or are you going to breed tiny think, diff palms? No, he's going to have the procedure. Certainly, uh, he's definitely oh, going to have the procedure. Bessie. But it's his favourite one. Is this big? It's like a sort of big, um, fluffy uh, giraffe with a big round belly. Uh, it seems to be the right Four. size. Who <laughs> <laughs> can blame him? It's enough to get anyone going. <laughs> He's only a canine, you know. <laughs> Those people have got eyes and feelings. Uh, right, what about you? Uh, what did you search out on the internet this weekend? Let me know the details. Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk.
It's Monday morning where I'm gauging just how interesting a weekend you had by asking what did you look up on the internet. Thank you for sharing the details. Uh, the first one here is Dave. My little girl asked me to Google how penguins hug. So, of course, I did. Uh, we also have why, oh why, do Americans call a fringe bangs? So the answer yeah. is yeah. probably related to bang tail, a term still used for the practice of cutting horses' tails straight across. That one's coming yeah. from Angie. Ah. Uh, Jules went on a triple whammy of Joe Wick's fart, height of Gary Lineker <laughs> in feet, and how many legs do scorpions have? Um, by the way, Gary's 5'10", and scorpions have eight. Uh, thank you, Jules. Um, <laughs> Paul says, what was the longest game to load on the ZX Spectrum? The answer Ooh. was Action Biker. It took 40 minutes to load. Wow. <laughs> imagine, imagine trying to twitch that bad boy, Glenn. <laughs> um, yeah. Paul says, does anyone remember it? Well, I didn't, but I did a little bit of research. And um, Action Biker was indeed uh, the longest loading game on the ZX Spectrum. Um, it was paid for by Skip's Crisps. So they, the little character that they used in 1985 as their kind of mascot was then placed on the bike. Wow. And with a name like Action Biker and a 40-minute load time, you expect this to be pretty high octane. So uh, have a little listen to this. This is uh, the gameplay of Action Biker. 40 minutes of loading. Let's get down to business. <laughs> <laughs> Stop drumming your fingers. <laughs> That's the realistic engine sounds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Wow. Oh, hang on. Oh. Here we go. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this all show long, so you might as well just set it. <laughs> okay, well, great, yeah. Has, is this it loading or has it load. actually loaded? <laughs> <laughs> so that there was Action Biker by Paul. Um, coming up, what you checked out on the internet this weekend. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. It's your Monday morning where it is time now to hand over to Matt Dyson for the social ammunition. Matt, what's going on? You may have seen this one doing the rounds over the weekend. A cow that loves to watch the chase on ITV1. Uh, the, the owner of the cow uh, went on this morning uh, to talk about why the cow is so obsessed. The cow Molly, he comes into this woman's living room. I'm not really sure why she has a cow inside her house. It sounds like the, uh, the storyline to Squash and a Squeeze, the classic Julia Donaldson book where she brings in various animals and then appreciates the size of her house. Spoiler alert in the end. Uh, but Molly just, it, she's put loads of pictures on her socials, uh, the owner uh, of, of Molly just sat there, sometimes with no sound on, just what, just staring for the whole show, watching the chase, just mesmerized by Bradley Walsh. Uh, and well, apparently it's to do with this, to do with the lights and stuff and all the different colors on the screen. Uh, that's why the cow's so interested, apparently. Is there any indication that, that Molly has a favourite, a favourite moment or a favourite uh, chaser? Yes. Or? There's no indication of which chaser. Is there like chaser, a little twitch of the hind leg whenever yeah, you know, when Sean Wallace comes, comes on? on. Or? Sean, Sean Wallace gets a big loud moo, yeah, and <laughs> Anne Haggerty, she's a massive, massive fan of Anne Haggerty, yeah, certainly. But yeah, uh, I think uh, basically the cow comes in to be groomed and she brushes the cow and they watch the chase together. Isn't it lovely? What a lovely thing to, to read Ooh. about in, in, in 2021. And another thing that I didn't see coming uh, was the 
the country's obsession with sea shanties. And sorry to continue continue going on about I think, this. Is it the country that's obsessed or is it you, Matt? I, I don't know no, anymore. It's really not. It's really a lot not of people are going about daily lives not knowing even anything about this. So. I hadn't heard of these <laughs> until you brought it up. Look, look. I'm just reflecting what's out there, guys, right? I can look, I mean, look at the singles chart. I know I haven't done it for years, but number one is the sea shanty. It's a remix of a sea shanty. There's another version of it, Weller Man, in the top ten. So it's in the top ten twice. That's how much the nation's youth are obsessed with sea shanties. And who are the latest people to jump on the sea shanty bandwagon? Absolute radio. No, no, bro, no. We've been on it for a while now. It's Nickelback, Dave. Could you believe this? Oh, uh, wow. Thank you to Liam Williams, who, who sent this to us. Um, it, a, a tweet by Buttonbeard the Pirate. It says, uh, did anyone have Nickelback turns their own song Rockstar into a sea shanty? And frankly, it's really good on their 2021 bingo card. I don't think anyone did, but if you do want to hear it, the Nickelback sea shanty, here it is. We, we all just want to be big rock stars Living hilltop houses, driving 15 cars The girls come easy and the drugs come cheap We all stay skinny cause we just won't eat And we'll hang out in the coolest bars And the VIPs with the movie stars Every good gold digger's gonna wind up there Every playboy bunny with a bleach blonde hair And we'll hide out in the private rooms With the latest dictionary and today's who's who We'll get you anything with that evil Smile. Buddy's got a drug dealer on speed dial. I love that. I think it's better than the original. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I've just realised as well that, that it, clearly they've never been rock stars. They Those lyrics are like what a 14-year-old boy thinks yeah. being a rock star. Yeah, it was, also, I still only associate that song with the DFS ad where people were dancing in front of massive sofas. I can't, that's all I associate with. That's what I think the music well, video is. Yeah, that's why they're trying to move on. They're trying to move on from that, Glenn, with the sea shanties. But yeah, I particularly like the deep voice. Everybody's got the drug dealer on speed dial. That brings a whole new element. With the I, I'm just, I'm a bit upset at the that um, what happens with sea shanties didn't happen with Bardcore, to be honest. I mean, I really thought that Hildegard yeah. von Blingen didn't really take off in the way that we were I think in the next own. lockdown, that'll have its moment. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. Yeah, we'll just It's like you went out and bought a Betamax player instead of a VHS, yes. Matt. That's what happened. <laughs> 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 back, back the wrong... Back the wrong horse yet again. Yeah. Uh, but you'll be talking about it later, and I may have saved you some data. Good morning, you're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show where Matt Dyson just bought us the social ammunition, the things that were happening across the weekend online. Uh, Matt, I hope you don't mind me treading on your toes, but one of the mm. big stories was that the 25th Bond movie, No Time to Die, has been put back for a third yes. time. It oh, will right. not be in cinemas until the 8th of October, meaning that Daniel Craig will have his final outing as Bond in cinemas by the time he's in his mid to late 80s. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> what I thought we'd do just to mix it up a bit, because I'm such a fan of Bond, is we'd have a daily smash. We've not done one in 2021, and I thought we'd pepper it throughout the show. So effectively what we're going to do is take anything to do with the James Bond universe and anything to do with perceived old age, and we're going to bring them together at davidabsoluteradio.co.uk. So, team, I gave you a little heads up we were doing this during the last song, so uh, it's time for the ones around the rooms. I've got arthritic finger. <laughs> I've, got, <laughs> yes. I've got the man with the staggy bum, and I've got... Aww. <laughs> 
I've got octogenarian pussy. Oh, I had that as well. Oh, wow. okay, okay. Wow. What, what a weirdly That's specific amazing. one to both have. Jeez, uh, the fact wow. you got it as well, Glenn, it dampens the pang of regret I had about saying that on air. So octogenarian oh, wow. pussy twice, please. Stop saying um, it. Sorry, Will, you're right. I will stop doing it. We'll I mean, right the, the podcast. Po- that the podcast is named. I think. Thank you, Emma. <laughs> um, so, Matt Dyson, make James Bond old for me. Go on. Um, um, die today. Um, licensed <laughs> to be ill and uh, and bifocal spectre. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's quite dark, Matt. Wow. That's a horrible old age Matt's looking forward to, isn't it? There's a little peek into the... <laughs> I've got golden sunsets and, you know, cocoon. Um, Emma Jones, what have you got? Bond, it's oh, old. What is it? I found this quite hard because I think I'm a bit rusty. So I've only got two. I've got Oldfinger nice. and Spectacles. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. I think we've brushed, we've brushed through this one. Uh, Glenn, what have you got? I know that we've both had a similar one, so you got any others left mm. over? Yes, I've got Sky, I've had a fall. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> MI60, and uh, this isn't actually a 007 film, but I've gone for the Henry Fonda classic on Alden Bond. <laughs> oh, wow. Is that allowed? Right, I don't, so I don't know, go. but I like it. <laughs> um, come and join in. It's Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. We'll have more of your suggestions throughout the show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning. Welcome along to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where once again I'm being a nosy parker about your relationships. I want to know what you're storing up against your other half and why. Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk is how you send them in, which is exactly what Sam did. Good morning, Sam. Morning. Sam, welcome along to the show. Um, You sound a little sheepish, um, and that's because I know... Stood right next to you right now uh, is your partner, Lucy. Good morning, Lucy. Good morning. Oh, OK, here we go. <laughs> um, set the scene for me, guys. It's, it's early on a Monday morning. Where are you right now? What's going on? Um, we're in bed. <laughs> OK, great. OK. okay. So I'm on loudspeaker in your bed. You are. You are in bed with us. <laughs> wow. Well, what a great honour. <laughs> and what a what an incredible way for me to make my return to the tabloid press. So uh, that's great. Um, <laughs> um, Sam, you borrowed Lucy's car once, didn't you? And tell everybody what mishap, what unfortunate event befell you that fateful day. It it just so happened that while I was borrowing Lucy's car, I was crashed into, um, and that just happened to write the car off. And Lucy, um, there's only one person you can blame in all of this. You know, Sam has borrowed your car. He was driving in a responsible fashion. He got crashed into by another driver. Who do you blame in all of this, Lucy? I still think it's Sam's fault. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, laying next to one another in bed as you are right now, lay it out for us, Lucy. What's your thinking behind this uh, this accusation you've made against Sam? I just, I just still think it's Sam's fault. He was, he said he was going to be responsible with it, and he was, he just wasn't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, would you like to defend yourself right now? <laughs> yeah, I would. I, 
but after I crashed that, I mean, was crashed into in that car. <laughs> she, I remember this one time. She made no. a drink and she came in and I said, oh, have you got me one? She said, no, you crashed my car. Oh, right. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so Lucy, this is oh, yes. punishment. Has this been a long, drawn out affair? Are you never going to let him forget it? Lucy, is that your plan here? Well, yeah, it was. How long ago was it? About a year and a half ago now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> still can't let and, it go. <laughs> no, and, and you're obviously stuck in a national lockdown as well, the two of you. So you're just indoors, letting it fester and simmer. <laughs> That's it. We're just bouncing off it. If I was on my deathbed, she'd be over me, unplugging me, saying it's for the fiesta. <laughs> wow! Oh, wow! That's um, one of the darkest lines we've ever had. <laughs> You're not, not only on this show, but I think of anything I've ever hosted in my entire career. Um, uh, Sam and Lucy, look, what what can be done? Is there, Sam? Did you did you replace the car? Was were you able to do that? Were you able to afford to do that? I, I with a newer, higher specs model, actually. Oh. So, oh, okay. So, Lucy, did that not appease appease you in any way? The fact that Sam went out and got you a, an even better car? Well, no, because then my dad had to replace that car because it was no good. <laughs> oh, oh, right, okay. We've got multi generational now on the relationship. Moment of so, what, what was wrong with the car? It, it might have had a minor MOT failure. Oh. <laughs> that, that my dad could have Murky. Oh, no. Oh, Sam went out and got a cut and shut for his beloved. <laughs> Unbelievable <laughs> scenes. Unbelievable. <laughs> so then you had to, like, you could, then you had to turn to the only other man in your life you can really rely on, Lucy, which is your dad, and, and ask him for help, yeah? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> wow. Well, listen, I, I hope that in some small way, venting this to the British public who are listening up and down the country and around the world has helped you just move beyond it a little bit. You, you sound like a lovely couple the fact that you spoke to us on air from your bed just says how how tight and close-knit you can be if you let this slip by sam we'll let you try and banish those dark thoughts of quote unquote being unplugged because of the fiesta and lucy you, you need to let it go and i thank you both for tuning into the show and we'll speak to you very soon cheers sam cheers right. lucy nice one guys bye now so that was a bit of a roller coaster ride, um, but it is weirdly the kind of stuff that I like. So it's Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast, Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning where I am peeking into your relationship roller decks, and of course, we cannot do this dearly beloved voyeuristic feature without talking to our very own Emma Jones. Emma, how do we find you and Stefan this week? Everything okay? Good? We're okay, but I would like to file something under uh, P for putting it into soak, uh, which, is, <laughs> which is one of Stefan's favourite oh, lines. The only um, way to do washing up, in my opinion. I disagree, Matt. I disagree Take your time. You've got to take your time over it. No, most things can be washed up straight away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the, the arrangement in our house is generally that I'll cook and Stefan should do the clearing up. But um, inevitably, he ends up putting it into soak. And another of his favourite lines is, I'm just going to sit down for five minutes. Yeah. So uh, 
<laughs> five minutes turns into five hours, and before you know it, I wake up the next morning and end up having to clear up as well as cook. Still there, yeah. You know when you say something in your relationship where you know you've instantly made a massive boo-boo, and even if you're in the throes of a row, you realise you've, you've overstepped the mark. Not too long ago, I made dinner for us, and I kind of tidy as I go. So then we both had our meal, and the kitchen was spotless. And I said, look, see, it can be done. No leaving it in to soak in my house. Oh my goodness. Uh, right, okay, so that's Emma Jones and her relationship Rolodex. More from you guys, please. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Monday morning, which means it's time to focus on the relationship Rolodex. What's going on in there? Let me know all of the details. Fran in Nottinghamshire says, Dave, my husband always gets my age wrong. Apparently, I'm the same age as he is, despite being a year and four months younger and two, yes, count them, Dave, two school years apart. And that's Fran's bone of contention. (laughs) Ant says, and this is one of those things where I suppose you could put it under the, the umbrella of you can't unsee it. But Ant says his partner refuses to thank people who give way or let her go whilst driving. Oh, she no, just drives no. past no without acknowledgement and is all wow. stony faced. Oh. And concludes with, <laughs> it does my nutting. Well, Ant, I'm not surprised. It would do my nutting as well. I think one of the great things that the white van man has given us in this country is a proper recognition of letting you out. It's something that I've mimicked and taken with me. Even when I'm in pedestrian mode and I'm walking across a zebra crossing, if I car stops for me yeah. they get a full face palm from me thank you yeah. big <laughs> over the top gesture thank you very much indeed and I think Ant you might need to talk to your partner about that one Debbie says I'll never forget the time he bought me a KFC family bucket for my birthday present oh what so, I'd love that what's <laughs> up with that it's yeah, a great present you wrapped, you wrapped it all up in, in wrapping paper and put a bow around it and, yeah. and great. <laughs> what a surprise the grease was seeping gift. through the paper so it was semi yeah, shearing yeah. spots yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you very much indeed Debbie keep them coming Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk where right now it is time for all your news and your sport as we hand back to Emma Jones and Glenn Moore the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast Absolute Radio good morning it's your Monday and you're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show where across the weekend a piece of news hit me right between the eyes and that is for the third time the 25th Bond movie No Time to Die is going to be delayed. It's not going to be in cinemas, well they guesstimate, until the 8th of October meaning Daniel Craig will have his last outing as Bond in cinemas by the time he's in his early 90s. So what we're doing today is a little bit of fun. We're making Bond old, and you guys have been getting in touch in your hundreds. Thank you for doing so. Ches got in touch with Thunderbald, the living grey highlights, and Bingo Royale on Her wow. Majesty's State Pension from Stephen. Oh, uh, a nice. blurry view to a kill from Nate. Die another day, but not quite now, says Paul. Never say never again. What? I said, never say never again. That was coming from Jason. Uh, old finger. That was one of Emma Jones's from earlier on this morning. Uh, Miss Money Penny Farthing and a view to a pill dispenser from Graham. Wow. The fading daylights from Jordan, which is quite wow. dark. And golden nice. eyeglasses from Nate. Well done, everybody. Thank you very much indeed for making James Bond old. Mm. 
Dave Berry's 100 Collection. Absolute classic rock. It's Monday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where real music matters, which is why, since the turn of the new year, we've been embarking on a musical journey together. Everybody is having their say using the hashtag The 100 Collection and your homework for across the weekend was to tell me, in your opinion, which are the finest albums to come under the bracket of classic rock. And, uh, well, there were quite a few to choose from. can feel Queen of Rock Leona Graham's heart monitor moving into the red as we speak. (laughs) The ten are about to be revealed, but first, a smattering of the thousands of messages we received. Thank you for them. Faye says anything by Led Zeppelin. Chrissy says Dire Straits and Guns N' Roses just for the contrast. Frampton Comes Alive, Crime of the Century, Hotel California, Led Zeppelin 2, suggests Gary B. Black Sabbath Paranoid has got to go in there, Dave, says Brendan. Well, we took all of your opinions into account, and up next, the 10 shall be revealed. Dave Berry's 100 Collection, Absolute Classic Rock. It's Monday morning, you're listening to Absolute Radio, where real music matters, which is why you are all perfectly placed to help me curate the 100 Collection. Yes, the 100 greatest albums of all time. And across the weekend, I've been asking you to join me in picking 10 that come under the banner of Classic Rock. You've all had your say, the 10 have been finalised. And we begin... With the greatest selling rock album of all time, this collection would not be complete without it. Plus, Leona said she'd kill me if I didn't include it. It's ACDC and Back in Black. Next up, an album that was originally called War Pigs. It had its name changed to Paranoid. It's Black Sabbath. which features the band's first number one You Give Love a Bad Name taken from the unsettlingly titled Slippery When Wet It's Bon Jovi Not only for its incredible rock credentials but if this one didn't go in Matt Dyson said he would have quote unquote my guts for garters it is Dire Straits and Brothers in Arms Matt yes Dave well done at last unbelievably the session musicians who played on this album thought it was going to be a flop how wrong they were. It's Meatloaf, Bat Out of Hell, in the tech. Well, like 
band begun writing shorter and faster songs. Why? Well, because they noticed that their fans looked bored at their gigs. And the result was the legendary Black Album by Metallica. This has been causing arguments aplenty on the socials, but I needed it in the 100 collection. It is a classic, it is rock, it's Muse and Absolution. An Irish band from Dublin, named after a character from a comic, Tin Lizzy. It's Tin Lizzy, jailbreak in your ten. time it was the world's most expensive rock album to create and it gave us that scene from Wayne's World it's Queen and a night at the opera the penultimate album in the 10 well it's Led Zeppelin and Led Zeppelin 4 Finally, on the cassette and vinyl versions of this when it was released, sites A and B were labelled G and R. It's Appetite for Destruction. And they are your 10 classic rock albums. Thank you to everybody who joined in the conversation using the hashtag The100Collection. And we continue. Tomorrow, I will be revealing the first of three very special categories. Dave Berry's 100 Collection. It's your Monday morning. Welcome along to this, the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where over the weekend, I received a package from Thoughtful.com. That's right, a package delivered to the house that was actually for me for once. Um, (laughs) They're a creative greeting card marketplace that support independent designers and small businesses from all over the globe, which of course is just lovely. There was also a lovely selection of Valentine's Day cards included in this little parcel. So that means Sarah Jane sorted. One of the things that we love the most is that classic episode of The Simpsons where Lisa gives Ralph Wiggum the I Choo Choose You card. That's been included. What a card. Here you go, Ralph. <gasps> you choo choo choose me? Happy Valentine's. Can I walk you home? Valentine? Sure, I guess. That Valentine sure was funny. <laughs> Glad you liked it. <laughs> it says, choo choo choose me. <laughs> and there's a picture of a train. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, very sweet, isn't it? Um, so, with lockdown 3.0 and a global pandemic and all that other stuff, Valentine's Day probably isn't really at the forefront of many people's minds, but I'm glad I've got my I Choo Choo Choose You Simpsons Valentine's card ready to go. But there was something else in the package as well, and it was a letter, and it reads, Dear Mr. Berry, I like this style already, we hope you enjoy this small selection of some of the amazing Valentine's Day cards we have on our site, thoughtful.com, which is spelled T-H-O-R-T-F-U-L.com. All created by our creatives, illustrators, photographers, and even the humble office doodler. We like to bring them together so everyone can see their work. We enjoyed your team challenges in lockdown 1.0 so much, we thought we could set you another one. How would you like to design a Valentine's Day card for us 
and we'll host it on our website for you. Because remember, when you buy a thoughtful card, someone somewhere does a little happy dance. Yours from the thoughtful.com team. So what do we think, guys? Can we design a Valentine's Day card to be seen, purchased and loved online? Is it a group effort? Or do we have to do it individually? Do you think we're going to hold you back or something? <laughs> I thought you were going to try accusation immediately. <laughs> you know what? It will be. You're right. But there needs to be an element of competition in this. So let's keep it breakfast show. What about breakfast show versus home time? Okay. Bush yeah, and Richie have to design their Valentine's Day card and we'll design our one and we'll see which one is most popular. Um Everyone happy with that? Matt, you happy with that? Uh, yeah, I mean, Bush is like a proper artist, isn't he? So he's got a sort of head oh, start yeah. there, hasn't he? I mean, how are we going to compete with that? Yeah, but he's got a heart of stone. See, you've got a uh, That's true. Like, you know, <laughs> we, we may lack his dexterity yes, with a paintbrush. Yeah. We're full of yeah. love here. So, you know, <laughs> that will help us out. Um, of course, I would love your help in designing the greatest Valentine's Day card of all time. Email me any suggestions. It's davidabsoluteradio.co.uk. It's your Monday morning. Welcome along to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show where, well, it's this time of the week that I like to pry into your relationship. You let me know what's going on. We've already heard some incredible tales on the show, particularly thanks to Sam and Lucy for accepting our phone call from their marital bed. I suggest you download the daily podcast to relive that moment. Um, but, I mean, it keeps going. Simon's got in touch here saying, Dave, shortly after I got wed, whilst on my honeymoon, my wife called me her Chucky Egg for buying her a little present. I tried to think of a cute name on the spot and I called her back, you're my little hippopotamus. 19 <laughs> glorious years of marriage later, I still get grief about it. I'm not surprised, Simon. Um, Emma, we've looked into your relationship. Matt Dyson, may I pry into what's going on with uh, you and Kate yeah, at the moment? I Everything mean, good? Yeah. Well, uh, it's, it's all right. It's quite a tough month, January uh, 2021. Katie was going to do dry January for the first time ever uh, this oh, month. Wow. And she announced it. And I said, great, let's definitely do that. But then um, they announced uh, the new lockdown and we had to homeschool our children for the whole month. Uh, and so that's quite hectic. And, <laughs> and now she's constantly drunk. <laughs> well, well, that's it. Well, that's actually where I'm going, Dave, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, but sorry. I'm being blamed because we had one day of like homeschooling, a little two-year-old running around not sleeping and uh, and by the end of that we just needed a drink so I suggested we get a bottle of wine and so I'm being blamed for Katie going getting back on the wagon uh, and I've right, been blamed okay. all month but now she's just going she's ran away with it she's buying like massive pods with four <laughs> bottles of wine in them and everything so it's, it's got like, a hip flask with her initials got, engraved on it exactly yeah <laughs> this month has gone from one extreme to the other <laughs> and I it's mean, all my yeah. fault apparently it's too well, hard to do it in January. I didn't even try dry January. I did January, so you can only have gin because that's healthier. And even then, I haven't even managed to just stick to that. <laughs> that's a great idea. Uh, there we go. We'll be getting into your relationships again next week on the show. So if there's anything, a burning issue you wish to share with the nation, it's Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. And that's it for your Monday morning. Thank you ever so much for tuning in and helping us have an amazing start to the working week. Of course, we leave you with a podcast. And that podcast is going to be named after a line from a listener by the name of Sam who was laying in bed to his partner Lucy when he said, gleefully unplugging my life support machine because of a fiesta. 
Know this. <laughs> what a moment. What a dark, dark moment. We'll be back tomorrow, 6am. Stay safe, stay entertained. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.